Hey everyone, it's Finn here, joined with John and CJ from the SDGC for part two of our Final Fantasy 16 review. Uh, so yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, here's a question for you, Finn. Are we doing light spoilers? We are going to have to do light spoilers just by general, yeah. but we are going to try and be vague when we can. But because we are talking about the latter half of the game, spoilers uh, may come into it, but we're not going to be very explicit about it. At least that's my goal. Okay, cool. But I mean, when we're, we're talking about the plot, like eventually things are going to pop up. Yeah, you know? right. Okay, cool. No, works for me. And we've... Uh... So uh, John, obviously everyone knows John, but CJ uh, is also notable for here because he actually reviewed the game early for his uh, publication. So what's up, Siege? Hey man, um, yeah, I reviewed the game over at Game Critics. I didn't, I didn't get it in time for embargo. I like, I didn't, sorry, I'm finishing time for embargo, so I picked my reviews from like a week after. Um, put in about sixty hours. I wasn't on the last of these discussions because that day I like I had finished the game. Um, and you had to write the review. <laughs> I had to write the review. I, um, you know, full disclosure, I've virtually forgotten vir- everything that's happened in this game. I, the back half is a little bit fresher in my memory, so it's a good thing we're talking it's about good. that now. Um, but yes, alcohol and driving games have completely destroyed that part of my brain right now. So There you go. Well, <laughs> for those that uh, listened to part one, or for those that didn't listen to part one, uh, part two is going to pick up after uh, you gain the Ramu icon and uh, change hideaways, and we enter the five-year time skip. We're in an abandoned airship now. Yeah, we are. We abandoned the ship. Airships. We're we're we are we are hanging out in that airship. Um, so as someone who so not only did I finish the game, I am halfway through my new game plus Final Fantasy mode playthrough. I am. I have just uh, defeated Garuda in my Final Fantasy mode. So I'm doing something, and I uninstalled the game from my <laughs> PS5 SSD because you needed freedom. Um, so Finn, I'm actually doing something interesting. I am playing new game plus final fantasy mode with only the icons that you get according to how the story goes. I saw you. And I am having a blast. Um, I gotta tell you, um, I am loving final fantasy modes, remixed like fights and encounters. The, in the very beginning, like in the first mission, when you're in the forest uh, with with there's Sid, a chimera there, <laughs> and there's a fucking chimera that pops up, and you're like, what? Yeah. Like the S rank notorious marks are just showing up now as uh, uh, regular. Oh, enemies. dude, I'm I'm just uh, I'm I'm like there's like iron giants running around now. Um, uh, that's awesome. But uh, but yeah, so um, so second half of Final Fantasy. Here's the question for you both. Uh, at least, well, at least John. Um, when we were talking about it the first time, has the second half of the game enhanced or detracted from your overall enhanced opinion? Enhanced it. That's right. This is this is uh, tied basically with Final Fantasy VI. It's my favorite in the franchise, and I never, I it never is, thought I would say that. I, since we don't actually do hard review scores, I am cu- currently putting it easy top three. Um, yeah. It's it's a top three one for me, and CJ, which is weird because at its core, it's the it 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 is so divergent yeah. from my other favorites, but it does what it does so well. I well. want to know what CJ thinks as somebody who is not into the franchise as we are. Like CJ, after you finish yeah. the second half of the game, um, like like so, yeah, the second half is interesting because like the 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 early hours of the game do take a bit. I know I wasn't here to talk about. It. I won't like dwell too long, but yeah, like it it, it that <sighs> game, the game takes a bit to like really 
really get into I think it takes like about like five or six hours for it to really start and for it to really like get going um maybe it's just me because I already played like the first three hours like I had played the first three hours already before so I was already I was kind of exhausted by them but yeah the second half um picks up significantly you know there's like more confidence in its like design and it's um combat um i think the story goes does some interesting things i don't think i think um no spoilers i think a lot of the more in, the more interesting characters like don't necessarily like what is it, like clive still is like the most interesting character in the second half right. right i feel like they haven't given much to jill they haven't they, like they still haven't given much to jill they still haven't given i think like torgo had more development than jill than gav than whoever else right like again i'm not gonna spoil and I think that's still the game. That's still the game's biggest sin throughout. But I, I talked about that on the actual live show where it's like, this is more of like a one man versus like the world kind of deal. And I know it's like, that's kind of like, that's not the norm for a Final well, Fantasy game. So someone like me, like, 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 I, I, yeah, you have a party, you have, but like, it's, it's still like Clive's story. It's not like a party story, right? Well, you have a road to the. Well, what's, what, no, ahead, I was so. just going to say, CJ, like, what's interesting about that is, like on a on a macro level I agree with what you're saying but what's interesting is there's actually a ton of development given to characters like NPCs that you wouldn't expect like like Quentin for example like I won't spoil what his story is well, wasn't expecting that yeah like yep. I was like whoa I was like wow uh okay but um, I think for me that that's we we discussed this briefly in the part 1 which is a uh, even though the side quests like mechanical structure is very basic and very mmo influenced what makes them excel is because out of nowhere what your your simple thing of like talk to three villagers and then pick up this item uh turns into this like crazy involved world development or character development moment that you just did not see coming well and the final ones like each each major npc had their own final like quest chain And they they ended up with some like really cool moments. Like there was a couple moments, like the Quentin one, but also uh, the brother and sister. Yeah, that was so tragic. That oh man, that that one. I was like, what? No, what? Yeah, that what? was yeah. Some of these side quests go a direction that you you really don't expect. Um, and I knew that they were gonna go hard. Uh, after the side quest with the um. The dad and the boy and the wolf and Chloe. Yeah, like that's definitely my favorite. Yeah, of the first I was half. like, oh man, all right, well, all right, setting the setting the tone here. Um, but I was hoping Finn to kind of uh, you know before we kind of talk about like you know our thoughts on the end game and like you know how the characters' fates wound up, I wanted to say uh, if you don't mind that before like when you have two when you get your first two icons uh you know phoenix Mm -hmm. and garuda the combat is great by the time you have rama and you have three this becomes one of the greatest action rpgs i've ever played um and by the time you have all of your icons and you've mastered some abilities to the point where you can equip them on other icons and then mix and match and customize your entire so cj uh well before we jump in that, I do want to follow up on what CJ said because CJ, you are right. Uh, I think the 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 biggest complaint I can levy against this game is that uh, they did Jill dirty. 
Uh, I think she had a very strong if, if I could say, brief like the moment. With, with yeah, you're right. Like there are there are moments, right? Yes. But I think Jill's thing is she's mostly a tool, the same way Torgal is. Except Torgal, you can control, and Torgal has like a few big moments. But she's mostly there as like a kind of like a crutch for for Clive. She, who Britt pointed out that like her um, character sheet is like what is it like less than a few, like few sentences or a few lines. Torgal gets like a whole book basically. It just kind of I so, so to me I, I I feel like they 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 had like a really good character who has like a really deep and like fascinating and like storied like history with the main character right because he's, he's she's pretty much the only character with the exception of um um oh my god with, with, of Joshua who has like any sort of history with Clive right right and you you kind of don't follow up on it and then everything just kind of comes together at the end where I don't know if it's not earned but it just feels kind of artificial right considering every and again it took me longer to beat the game so maybe it's just me and like my inflated like playtime. but i it, it none of it felt like uh organic none of it felt none of it felt um like the devs and the and the writers and they knew like what to do right well for me it was more i i, I really liked jill's moments when they happened but they really they it's filled in between with uh just long periods of her either not being present or being someone in need of rescuing which is fine um in moderation but i i just at, i did like her final side quest as simple and sweet as it was but all those moments do is make me wish we had more of her so i get what you're saying and i i just wanted to follow up so you didn't like i didn't want to just no, gloss over that you're good you're but good. like um, so like john said uh, the combat system, once you start unlocking other icons, just becomes a, another level. So I would like to ask you guys, for the final uh, missions, uh, what was your your breakout? What was your what was your kit? What were you using? Um, well, uh, so I'll, I'll 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 toss up my favorite abilities as opposed to like the icons I like to use best. Sim the icons are not. Yeah, yeah, that's fine um, because it, it's not a spoiler to announce who the icons right. are because they that's the big marketing right. push exactly. was here no, are the fucking. Yeah, oh no icons. no I just I just because I because yeah. at that point I was mixing and matching things. Oh that's um, fine that's fair okay. Uh so uh ignition was always in the rotations just because ignition rules. Uh and I'm gonna say this just because CJ wasn't here the first time. John, I I know you liked ignition, but have you ever tried the remix to ignition? The fuck out of here, you piece of wow. shit! Wow. Yes. Damn. Wow. All right. Anyway, oh, the thing. whole review. Um, yeah. Fuck it. Hey, Final Fantasy 16 mid. <laughs> Finn's jokes mid, mid. Mid mid is the best character. So that's <laughs> my God, shut really up, Jesus. There was a character named Mid. I forgot. Yes, uh, there was a character oh named Mid, God. and I have to try to like keep myself. All right, so, sorry. So, ahead, so yeah. So uh, I love ignition. Um, it's just. Ignition is great for just like you know rushing into a group of foes and just running around in a circle scooping them all up. Um, I always had uh, gouge on because it's probably I think pound for pound the best way to reduce a enemy stagger bar. Gouge, yep. really? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh gouge, gouge is cool because again, like I I approach this like a character action game like gouge like worked for like like you said john like getting like it melts the staggering bar. bigger enemies staggering bigger enemies and then getting rid of um grunts right yeah. like you jet you can wipe out like art like an army with that yep. thing um, um which is great giga flare uh is insanely cool so i kept that around judgment bolt if you level it all the way up judgment bolt will wipe the map 
Uh, and I also like to. Uh, uh, I got a shout out Zantetsuken. Um, great way to again, very similar to Gouge, but a little more powerful. Um, and I like the way that Zantetsuken is like all of Odin's move set is tied into charging up Zantetsuken, which I think is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked. You know what I really liked was Shiva's mobility. Um, like yeah. the, the like the ability to just dash around. Uh, I thought was really cool. Um, honestly, like if I was to be underwhelmed by anybody's moveset, it would have to be Titan. Um, oh, I'm a fighter on that one. Titan oh, was hold up. my so, guaranteed mainstay. Uh, so, so t- Titan, I kept too for sure. I kept the shield, um, because that his the counter. It's no, no, the counter. Especially if you had one of the rings on, you could get you. You would guarantee like a few counters, right? You follow that up with a raging fist. You're fucking going full Kenshiro. On some like, See, why would I want? That's the why thing. would I want a counter? Why can't I? Why not? I could just equip the berserker ring and get that sick ass um, uh, attack boost when I dodge. When I do a perfect dodge. The, the, the thing is, like I, I countering, and I know this isn't like an actual like traditional review thing. It's like so, ca- countering, dodging, and like parrying in this game isn't as like rewarding as it should be. The game really, really wants you to be offensive because again, most of its like uh, defensive abilities aren't necessarily mapped to anything. So you gotta pray that you you either dodge you know um, really well or you can hit you can strike a sword at the exact moment. So I need I need like a a perfect guard like um what is it um ability right? Hence why that shield works in in, in tandem with it. I love Titan. I can't believe like Titan's so fucking good. If the windup is really good. The upheaval is awesome, especially if you have a group of people like in front of you. Oh my see, god! Upheaval, I really upheaval also melts. Their see, I thought. Bars. See, yes. I like aerial blast better, just because for for smaller enemies, watching them all get sucked up into the end of that tornado, and then you just snipe them with a giga flare. It's incredible. <laughs> I mean, that is. I mean, that. But isn't that the beauty of this combat system? Is you could have entirely different builds and love the combat. Yeah. equally just yep. in very different ways so okay so that john any other ones um, that you used those are those are my uh those are my favorites those are my favorites okay cj Let's see um like, like so i already mentioned the uh you know raging fist is a great one um the titan shield is great the hold uh what is it um the dancing steel is really good um, especially you know, like towards the end. Towards the end, I, I mostly use like like, all, like any of the Odin ones, right? I'm like fuck this shit. Like I I need. I don't know if it's a spoiler, and I apologize. It's um, not. okay, so like that that was mostly where most that was most of where like my tactics were, right? Um, I didn't like any of the 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 lightning based attacks. Um, I most and I I use gouge already. So I already said that gouge is really really good again for staggering yep. and for like clearing up like a. Um, a bunch of grunts. Um, well, uh, you know, ignition's good. Um, but again, like once, like you, once I, I, the game opened up. Like I, I, I was mixing and matching like a lot of the other ones I just said. Um, wind up, I, I use for a bit. Let's see, I didn't use any. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much giggle. No, no, that, that I pretty much like what I had just said. I think I, I went, I really went hard for like all the Titan abilities. Yeah. So for me, um, I mostly I, I stuck with uh, Phoenix. Um, I never actually changed his up. I, I, I would swap between 
uh, the wing and the scarlet like spinning one and ignition. I would flip them depending if I was doing single enemies or groups. Uh, and then Titan just stayed because Titan always did the most damage to a staggered enemy for me. A, a perfectly uh, timed uh, wind up just melts an HP bar. It's fantastic. Did, especially, did you at least level up your skills though, Finn, with all those ability points? I did by the oh end. My God, yes. It was so, bothering but, me. But the thing, the thing is like, yeah. So by the end of the game, I had close to 40,000. Finn, Finn, why didn't you just level uh, them up? Bro. Because then I got Odin and I started leveling them all up. Oh it was fine. But God. the problem is you need a, I, I, I found out you need 120,000 to max everything out for that trophy. Yes. So, and they're like, even after a full playthrough of Final Fantasy mode, you'll be about thirty k. What I short. love, though, like, Finn, what? Like, Finn, what I love is that you can um, you can uh, respec at no cost anytime you want. Yes, that is super cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, so I used, uh, but then Titan is where. Uh, so Titan, I also kept unchanged. I, I so Phoenix and Titan, I did not add anything to, and then Odin was my other third mainstay. <laughs> I do want to say, though, Dancing Steel, while being the absolute best way to build up your Zanketsu uh, meter, what an asshole, especially in Final Fantasy mode, that long-ass wind-up to pull it off. Mm -hmm. Like, you get knocked out of it yeah. so often. I'm just like, just just do it faster. Come on. But uh, I love to have a level 5 bar filled, and then once I hit Stagger, I, I, I good it off. Then I hit him with a wind-up. Then I hit him with Dancing Steel because it freezes every meter. And then I've built almost built up a level five again. Then I hit him with the Phoenix attacks and then I pull off another Zanketsu and, and it's just it's it's brilliant. It's beautiful. So but I will say uh, I, I for the third ability on Odin, I added Giga Flare. Good, good. Because that is just too good not good, to. Good. You've, so you've... anyway, that that's to be I really like the Chronolith trials because it forced me to learn and use the abilities I usually yep. neglect. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so combat super, super great in this game. I don't think many people, and you know what? And this is, this is where a lot of people I don't agree with. They'll be like, Oh, this game's so easy. All you have to do is press one button a bunch. And I'm yeah, like, that's not true. They're using the, they're using all the rings and I, and which is fine. That's what they're there for, but you can't don't, knock the battle system because you're choosing to use accessibility items. You know what I mean? Like you're using items that are purposely designed to simplify and make the combat accessible for people that might need that. And then you're grading the, the combat based on you using that. And that's, that's the part I don't also get, just for, for, for context as to like the difficulty jump between normal mode. Cause I played on action. Oh um, yeah. And then the difficulty, the, the jump from the jump from story to final fantasy mode is so get it. It's staggering. Jump. Shut up. Um, I actually, so I died once during the regular story mode on my first playthrough. Um, I am now, I just killed Titan in my Final Fantasy mode playthrough. I've, di Whoa, I've died 11 times. Like it's five more and you're hard. good. Shut up, Finn. God, God, you're, the, you're, you're awful tonight. Um, uh. The worst. Unlike this game, which is this, delightful. This game is delightful. Um, so, uh, CJ and John, who are your favorite secondary characters in this game? No Torgal, no Sid, no Jill, no Clive. 
Bro, those are like all five of the characters I remember. God damn. Um, uh, let's see, secondary Byron. characters. It's not close. Byron's cool. I like, I like Uncle Byron. Uncle Byron is great. Byron, Byron, like, he, he adds a lot of levity to this. I, I like the bits where, like, you know, Clive has to take him and, like, a few other characters, like, fighting, and then it's, like, this really cool, like, oh, ragtag, like, group of, like, adventurers on something. He, again, he's, like, a lot of lev- levity. It's weird because the Rossfield family's kind of fucked up, and you have, like, Byron who's, like, he just he, he he just wants to like he just wants to help his his help go. his nephew. He, he wants he wants to help his nephew, which I I love because again I'm close to my uncles. And then he but he also just wants to restore like the good name of like the Rossfield of like yeah. of like that family name, right? Like he's something of a legend himself. He's something of like a good a capable fighter. He, he, he kind of brags about it. Um, so he's just trying to do good by his nephew and by his now, name. I I, w- I, I will like. say that Byron, um, is second only to Dion who is probably honestly like up there with Clive is the biggest badass of the entire game. I, I, I Dion fucking rules. Um, and it's really cool to see square make some very positive, progressive choices with his character. Um, that I was not expecting, but I, I welcome, um, you know, I, 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 I greatly welcome that. And, um, like square square could have kind of gone the, the cowards route with Dion and they didn't. Um, and I, I really appreciate that. Uh, I think that was really cool. Um, plus just, you know, I mean, Dion is a dragoon and he's Bahamut, like what's not to love. Um, and Dion factors into the story in a major way, uh, in the second half of the game. Um, Oh yeah. And plus he's all, he also gives you one of the greatest boss fights ever, uh, in Bahamut. um, yeah, uh, we finally have someone that can rival Donald Duck in the. In the it was bound to happen uh, sooner or in later. Canon. Um, yeah, it's great. But uh, yeah, uh, Byron and Dion. Uh, I want to like. I got to give some love to Yote, uh, secret best girl in the entire game. Um, I like Joshua. What's that? I like Joshua. I'm ca- Joshua's the main character though. Oh, uh, okay, right. Ain't nothing side Yote. about Joshua. Yote, Yote is great. Yote is great, although I my, I don't know if it's obvious yet, but my answer is 100% uh, mid, mid followed is by fantastic. Gav. I love, I also, I love that just, uh, so minor spoilers, because uh, we're talking about characters in the second half of the game, but I love that both her and her dad have simple names that are actually just shortened versions of the dumbest yeah. names possible. Yeah. Um, also, want to give a shout out to a suspicious character suspicious character yes. who led hugo to the hideout great great uh, amazing character suspicious character yeah that guy <laughs> that guy his, who who you know his what? Like, name is literally he, suspicious character oh uh, and he also but he did perpetrate the greatest act of violence in the entire game like it was it was him being actually good at yeah. his job that led to uh some some real he was bullshit. Very good so, at being suspicious, Finn. He was fantastic. Don't be at suspicious. Being suspicious. Don't be now, suspicious. Now I will say that um, I will say that there are some characters that didn't work for me, or that I found round, like you know mildly disappointing. And <laughs> I, I want to stress that the character I'm about to talk about has it has nothing to do with the voice work because David Menken did a brilliant job bringing Barnabas to life. But at the end of the day, I don't feel like Barnabas mattered all that much. 
Um, it, we didn't see much of Barnabas until the very end of the game. And it, I mean, it was clear at a certain point who the villain in this was, and it was clear that Barnabas was not the main villain. Um, and I feel like Barnabas was kind of just reduced to, you know, a, a lackey for the uh, for the for the true villain. Um, and I even thought that the fight with Odin was a bit underwhelming and not quite what I was expecting. Still a good boss fight, but you don't ever really mix it up with Odin. You just kind of fight Barnabas. Um, now, there is a moment with Barnabas that is really cool that happens on the ocean, and I won't spoil it. Yep. Um, but but the true boss fight, I see what you mean. Especially, you can't be the one that follows Bahamut. Right. And, yeah, and, and, and not step it, it up a bit. Right. Like, I feel like putting the like Barnabas's fight after Odin, or after Bahamut kind of did Barnabas a disservice, um... That said, like, the main villain, while, you know, it was pretty standard, you know, JRPG god fare, um, it's still the, at this point, the greatest final boss fight in the entire franchise. From a, just a fun and spectacle and hype, it was a, a really, really great way to, to kind of flesh things out um, at the end. Uh, which Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, CJ... Final uh, favorite boss fight doesn't have to just be an icon fight, but just favorite boss in the game that oh, you can recall. Titan lost one hundred percent. Like that, that that is like what is it? I talk a lot of sh- like about like um you know Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts two, and how like they use scale really well. Um, th- that game kind of did the same thing. I I th- th- or sorry that that fight did the exact same thing. Very arcadey, very over the top some of the best music i i really want a full soundtrack release just for that song like i'm waiting for like a square to july drop 19, july 19th i think july 19th okay because that that the, the music that played that like bizarre club yeah. music that plays while you're fighting like incredible absolutely incredible i think that will go as that's like my all-time one of my all-time favorite boss fights in any video game um Again, rivaling like the very best of like what the original God of War games, um, the clips I've seen from Azura's Wrath, a lot of the Kingdom Hearts fights. Like this is like incredible. I mean, from, from a scope, incredible. from a scope perspective, I feel like the boss fights in this game shit all over what God of War has done. But that's just me. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's 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 we need to make comparisons. They they definitely got. Uh, inspiration from the way God of War approached. I think the way a lot of like this character action games do this, right, where every hack and slash game has to have like this hulking titan of like a fight. Yeah. That's very cinematic. You're kind of, you're sacrificing a lot of control, but you're also like, you know, you're, 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 you're supposed to like kind of be engaged with like how everything looks, which I like a lot. So, um, mine's, mine's Titan. Uh, I'm with CJ. Bahamut was great and is, is up there. But there was just something about the way Titan made it feel like like I 100% got Poseidon vibes from God of War 3. Yeah, yeah, but yes, also yes. just the the greatest kaiju battles of all time. And I do want to throw out a, a shout out to the final sequence of fights for allowing final fantasy to go full anime and channel pure dragon ball z and it was absolutely incredible 
I know what you're you talking got... about all timer like moment right there. That shit was great, even though I was already frustrated by the time I got so, there. <laughs> like, I've got one that you guys probably weren't expecting. It's not Titan and it's not Bahamut. Um, I've got. But you already said Bahamut. What's it? it, it I'm just. I was gonna just say going to say no. I know it. Um. Uh, so I've got two for two different reasons. From just a pure fun standpoint, uh, the final boss was was great for me because I love like a big epic showdown at the end of a Final Fantasy game. And some of those games have disappointing boss final bosses. This was not one of them. Um, I, I I was hyped the whole way through. It was such a good fight. Um, All right. So I, uh, uh, John, John, no, no, finish what you're saying, but then I got to follow up on you. Um, my fate, but my favorite boss fight was the mm -hmm. and this isn't a spoiler because you expect these enemies in a final fantasy game uh was the yes. behemoth boss fight um yes. because and derek and i were talking about this earlier today final fantasy 16 because like behemoths have been kind of like like for example in final fantasy 7 remake a behemoth was like a optional side boss in final fantasy 15 the behemoth was just a regular boss that you fought near the beginning of the game but in this Final Fantasy 16 took a classic Final Fantasy monster and made it a true, like, terrible, horrible threat. Again, it's throwing meteors at you and comets. And uh, and I just, I love, like, the behemoth is such an iconic Final Fantasy monster. And there's a sense of, like, just power and majesty and dread in these creatures. And I love that Final Fantasy 16 treated the behemoth the we the, like the way the older games did just like this n near unstoppable force uh yeah because bahamut was always like the end all like one of the final monsters that yeah. you can encounter and it always would wreck you if you were not yep. prepared i would think just overall uh i think the monster designs in 16 were all incredibly strong even though one of my gripes of the game is that the amount of monster types are very limited um especially at the uh, expense of several final fantasy classics that i was expecting to show up at so some I've point got, tom berries so and cactars I've got and I've got whatnot something to say about that um okay. at the point where i'm at in final fantasy mode those mo those classic final fantasy monsters like uh Aramans and and like iron giants and curls and stuff they're just showing mm -hmm. up as regular enemies um, right. So, 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 and but they were, but they were already in the game. I'm talking about like the. F so we know RPGs do this a lot. Uh, action games do this a lot, where they'll have one enemy type and then recolor it yeah. and rename it and put it in a. That'd be old Final Fantasy. Old Final Fantasy to games other, do that too. Yes, that's. I just okay. said that they do that. But I'm saying in Final Fantasy 16, there's much less variety into the, in the enemy types, and it opens up later on when they start bringing in bigger type enemies right. to mix it up. But the, I was just, I was hoping for more types of enemies to fight. That's all. Um, I, I, I like that early in the game, like, Rancid and Evil Chocobo is, like, running at you. And I thought that was the funniest thing <laughs> in the entire world. I, had to, I will like, say I, that... Uh, I had the, to pause. I had to pause because I was cracking up at the fact that I had to fight, like, an angry Chocobo. I don't evil, think The understand. evil Chocobo notorious Mark, though, with his fucking Choco Meteor attack oh, Red was Comet. phenomenal. Loved fighting Red Comet. Um, I will say that uh, it was so cool to see. Um, it was so cool to see uh, like updated, like updated takes on some classic Final Fantasy monsters, like the um, like Lich, for example. 
or the mm-hmm. um, another favorite monster type of mine, just from a design perspective, uh, was the Iron Giant. I, I love the design. Yes, they did. They did that really I well. The design of the Iron Giant, and I and like and again, like like Iron Giant started popping up after the boss fight started popping up as an enemy, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Um, like it, like the. Yeah, like like I I love I don't think there's a single monster design in this that I didn't really really like. Um Agreed. and and I also love the fact that like Ooh, even though cactars aren't there, there's a flyer mm-hmm. that says that the, their needles are used to cure erectile dysfunction, which I I think is really cool. Yeah, and there's also a, a kid says that uh he would like a a kid on the in the hideout mentions all the monsters he would like as a pet and he says but he wouldn't want a cactar because they're too prickly. So they exist <laughs> yeah, in the world. There. Um, and hey, who says that uh, potential maybe one day we'll get DLC? Like, or like, like some new know. hunts or something. So, John, you know what enemy type I think, a classic enemy that I would love What's to that? see in, in the Final Fantasy 16 design style? A mind Oh, yeah, that'd be good. So, uh, anyway, uh, battle system's incredible. The monster design's awesome. We, let's, let's go b- back to the story because um, we've talked about characters, but as a whole, the story... Um, what are your thoughts? And we, we are going to have to get a little spoilery, but try and be vague when you can or generalized, but you know, final fantasy comes down to two things, combat and story. So let, let's end on our story so we can, uh, it's one yeah. of the better final fantasy stories. Uh, in, in my opinion, I really enjoyed the narrative. Um, and a lot of this is helped by the incredible voice acting performance. Like, I can't think of a single bad voice actor. Vo- like, the voice cast. Just, and oh, like, my God. You know, we've talked all day about how how awesome uh, Ben is as as Clive. The entire cast just knocked it out of the park. Um, even characters who I felt kind of got the short end of the stick, like Benedicta, um, like, it wasn't it had nothing to do with their voice acting because the, the voice acting across the board is just stellar. Um, from a narrative perspective, I really enjoyed what they did here. Um, there's especially a there's a cool twist on the um, on the whole evil god wants to wants to root, destroy the world thing right before the final boss, which I thought was really cool. Um, the uh, like like it leans on a lot of those old school JRPG tropes, you know. But at the same time, um, you know. Th- the lens through which we view them is is much much different in that this is a excuse me this is a final fantasy that is solely focused on on one playable character and as a result it makes it makes Clive and his story that much more personal to the player i think because you're not you're not splitting this out over over like you know an entire party of characters like Clive is the focus and as a result I feel like we become more attached to Clive than we normally do um, other JRPG JRPG protagonists who are juggling a party of five or six. Does that make any sense, Finn? It does, um, and I think that that's a that's a two way street. Like I think it's a plus because it gives Clive more um, growth and development and focus, but at the expense of other characters, which is also a point of contention for for some, you know, like Jill. I think if she was an active character that you was that you were with more, maybe more stuff would happen to her. But I get what you're saying, and I agree as a whole that uh, I think this is one of the strongest Final Fantasy stories, especially in uh, the the recent memory ones. 
I think the voice acting absolutely across the board elevated the entire storyline. I think if, if the, the cast wasn't nearly as strong, some moments might not have, have carried over as right. well. I also want to point out one of my favorite things, because John, you mentioned that you know Final Fantasy games have a habit of, uh, of, of dropping the ball on the final boss. And a lot of times it's because the person you think who's the bad guy isn't really the bad guy. And then the true bad guy pops up at the end with no development and no <coughs> explanation. <laughs> yeah. So, and I got to say, this is going to be slight spoilers in the sense of I'm going to say a name. But when the final boss says, is this the, the, you know, is this Logos? Is this like, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Is this, is, are, are you going to pull some bullshit at the end and where the true bad guy is going to be someone called Logos? And I was like, are you fucking, and then they didn't. And I was like, well, oh, no, like, well, okay. and, and, and also like, I feel like they were just referring to, to Clive as like a. Yes. No, okay. I know that. But at the time they, he made it sound like, like maybe there was someone inside see, Clive that was uh, countering him. It was like, oh my God, how can you be like this? Is this the, 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 uh, the results of logos or something. And I don't know. And I was like, Oh no, is there going to be someone else coming in at the 12th hour? Anyway, point is they didn't do that. And the game was stronger because of it. Uh, I, 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 I'm still mulling over the, the ending. I don't know how, where I want, where I, I fall on that because of reasons, it. but it's a, it's a, it is an impactful emotional ending. I just don't know if it, I personally care for it. It may not be the ending not. that some people want. Correct. CJ, what about you? I hope uh, that you at least remember the ending. No, no, I'm kidding. Uh, the ending is, is interesting. I think, like, again, like, like you said, it's very emotional, very um, impactful. The, the theme song that plays, like, the song that plays at the end is really good. Um, as far, I, I, I didn't know what I was expecting. That's the only thing. Because, again, I've never played a Final Fantasy game before, or at least one quite like this. Um... I, that's I, that's the beauty of it, though. There are none like this. Yeah, that's the thing, and I liked it. I think I, I, I like that it ended. You know what I'm saying? Like there is a tr- it was a truth. There was like a, it ended. The story's done. That's it, right? There's not. There's nothing. You you just went through this whole journey, and now that's it. You know what is it? It's the it's never the destination. It's always the journey. Um, right. And and then that's like that's my main takeaway, right? Like if this isn't what you wanted, I mean, you played this game for like however many hours you have other things to kind of chew on. Right. Um, me personally, I don't know where I land on it. I think it's good. I just don't know if I like love it or, or hate. Right. But that doesn't necessarily detract from like um, my feelings of the game as a whole. I get it. So as a whole, I mean, not just the ending though, because you don't compare it to final fantasy games like John and I do, I... but just as a standalone experience, when you walked away from the game, were you good, bad, or mid? Oh, so really quickly, like, it's like, for the longest time, Kingdom Hearts 2 was like Square's masterpiece to me. It may be like a masterpiece of like action RPGs in general. Um, this this comes close, like genuinely. Of like the two Final Fantasy games, the true main, the two mainline Final Fantasy games I played, this is like, this towers above virtually like anything else, right? Um, if you read my review over at GameCritics.com, I... I I talked about how like we're in my opinion at least we're in such a drought of like truly great triple A 
um, video games, like, truly great, like, stuff that, like, makes, like, justifies the existence of this PS, of my PS5, right? Uh, 16 comes close. Like, 16 is, like, this defining game. It's the same high I've been chasing since Devil May Cry 5. It's the high I've been chasing since Red Dead 2. It's the high I've been chasing since uh, Phantom Pain, right? Where I'm like, why did I spend $500 on a console that I that I mostly use the 4K player? Um, this is it. Like, this is, like, the... You, whatever, you guys compare it to the Final Fantasy games, I'm comparing it to games in general. Like, it is... And that's fine. That's, that that's an awesome way and to do it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, that, it is, to me, like, the way I look at it, it is, like, the peak of, like, what you can do when you have, like, this uh, dream team. And I, I think I mentioned on the live show where it's, like, it's, it's a Chrono Trigger situation, right? Where you get, like, the best people who have worked on, like, different facets of, like, the RPG industry. Um, you get them together... And they, they come up with this, right? So 16, you get people from Square's internal offices. You get people from Kingdom Hearts. You get people from Devil May Cry. You put them all together, and this is what they do, right? And it works out. It's, like, the peak of, like, all this prowess. And and I I, I, I walked away more, more than, like, satisfied with the final product. That's awesome. And I know John uh, mentioned, I remember... He tweeted out that, uh, you know, I, I really needed this game to be good and it exceeded yep. expectations. And I mean, John and I have a lot of uh, history with Final Fantasy, and sometimes that can work to a new game's detriment, especially if yep. it changes a lot of stuff. Uh, so the fact that two stalwart Final Fantasy fans are this enamored with the final product as well, I think just speaks to the quality of final fantasy 16 what as a whole I, I in a very quick thing i don't want to like keep dragging this on but there's no, there's, a good, there's a good point in the beginning of the game and i guess this is spoilers or not but like beginning towards of the, the game, first half fine. towards the force the first half where it was like characters learn something that kind of changes like the fabric of like the world right and what they believe in mm-hmm. um that bit i think is like the devs kind of telling you guys like like fans of like final fantasy fans Whatever you think you, Final Fantasy is, it's not right. It's the culmination of like thirty plus years of like games. It's the it's different game. It's different styles of games. The yeah. definition of a Final Fantasy game is so loose um, that it can be just about anything, right? Ten is a very different game from fifteen. Seven is a very different game from uh, fourteen, right? Um, what 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 a Final Fantasy game is is whatever the current one is, and that's. And I, it. I, and you're right. And the best, the funniest thing about that whole argument is that we have this same argument every time a new mainline Final Fantasy game comes out. And so right, that is right. what it, what makes a Final Fantasy game is if people have to have the argument about what is a Final Fantasy game. That is that's what I wonder, right? It's like what what were the discussions when Eleven launched, right? When you're like, it's an MMO, it can't be a mainline one, right? Um, what were the right, right? Like what? What? It, so I, I, I think it's dumb because it, this is clearly Final Fantasy. There's fucking Moogles. There's Moogles. There's, there's Chocobos. Well, what, there's, a bunch, uh, you know, Faraga spells. There, there, there's there, there's exactly. Uh, you're 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 you know you have all these summons, right? They're just in different contexts, but it's still uh, uh, as Final Fantasy as Final Fantasy can be, right? It's just not the Final Fantasy that I guess you wanted. Um, but I don't think. Final Fantasy is ever going to be what you want at that very I moment, just, right? Who knows? Yeah, I, just, I, I, think a, I, I think it's game, rather. Right? I think or, it's. I think it's. Um, it, it, you know, entertaining to me that that someone uh, can that someone who does not actually own or develop the franchise can define to 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 the developers of the yeah, franchise right. what 
their game is. Like I, you know, if if Square Enix developed a Final Especially Fantasy like game and it like, called it Final Fantasy, it's a Final Fantasy game. Like, but it's like it's funny because like and again like. Yoshi P is someone who like essentially saved the brand from whatever like tanking. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's yeah. kind of the reason why like Square and Final Fantasy is like this is kind of still like like floating, right? Um, I I think he has he's more of an authority on like what Final Fantasy is than anybody, right? Um, so I need him to call like Kingdom Hearts a Final Fantasy game. Like you know what? The, o- the only thing that would have given credence to the argument is if uh, Sakaguchi like did a call and was like, this is not Final Fantasy. How dare you? But he did. He said, this game's fucking great. And Yoshi P killed it. <laughs> and thank you for my copy that you flew to my home. You're the best. Like, yeah. shut up. <laughs> anyway, we're getting, we're getting divergent now. So we'll, we'll end it by just, uh, you know, saying goodbye. And thank you for the code Square Enix. Yeah. Thank you for the code Square Enix. Uh, we look forward to anything else. If you're coming out with some DLC or whatever, like we're on board, we're we're looking forward to it. And if not, thank you for what you gave us. Uh, this game was very enjoyable. And shout out to Ben Starr and David Menken and Nina Indis and just the whole, the whole cast for crushing Crush it, it nonstop. Yeah. Oh, and please go read my review over at Game Critics. Um, yes, I, I will. Very, I will link it in that. the uh, description of our our review so that you can uh, check that out. Perfect. So. Yeah, thank you, everybody. And as John always says, kindness costs nothing. And as I always say, he's right. Just kidding. I never say that. Whatever, John. LOL. Ruffle mouth. I'm not including the ruffle mouth.